Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Cody. Today we have the one, the only, August 2020 Playmate of the Month. Ali Chanel. And she is making Playboy history by not only being the curviest Mm, playmate... mm. Mm, but being the very first digital centerfold since 1953. This is history, people, and it's one of the best interviews, in my opinion, that I've ever done. And I'm so excited for us to listen. So let's get into it. Can't wait. Let's go. Happy August 2020, a month I don't think you will ever forget yeah. in your entire life. It's crazy. I've never felt so much love from anyone. <laughs> you guys are so amazing. I honestly haven't been able to really see anyone. So you guys are the first people that I'm like getting the playmate love. Yes, girl. From so yes. Yeah. I don't buy that. I've been, I've <laughs> seen your Instagram. Everybody is posting about you. Everybody is so proud and yeah. excited. Yeah, that's, you know, through social media, but which has been like- so overwhelming to me. Everyone's been like, oh my gosh, how has it been? Do you feel famous yet? And I'm like, honestly... I'm stuck in my house, slaving away to Arlo, (laughs) drowning in laundry right now. Like, yes, I feel overwhelmed on social media, but I'm living my basic life. Mom life. Yeah. Still. And like, because we don't, I, because of COVID, we can't go to any like release parties or press stuff or, you know, everything's done out of the house. So this is like. Yeah. You did a really cute video. That made me cry. It was so oh, sweet. They did such a Especially good job. when you're talking to your mom. If you guys don't know, definitely check it out. We'll post it in our stories. But they did this really cute video where Allie got to open her photos for the first time and see them as like an editorial shoot, right? Yeah. It's and called Unfolded. Yeah. It was so cute and so sweet. And your mom, like, ugh, your I mom's know. a saint. My mom Moms is, know what to say. It was just like... You, it was so amazing. Those were my favorite words I've ever had. It was, that was like actually um, a second call when I talked to her. But my first call with her was really amazing. It was like she said something like, you, oh gosh, it was so amazing. It was like every single choice and step that you've made in your life has been so amazing and like your morals are just there and every choice that you make in the future and this next step like I trust you like every step of the way you've done such a great job and it was like "Ah." that's so sweet yeah it was and I think it's sweet that you have that connection with your mother especially when it includes succeeding in your career because that's a huge deal I mean whether people like to admit it or not a huge part of our being as a whole is impressing her parents with their career choices and so the fact that you have that and the fact that you you know i know it's disappointing that you haven't had the same probably experience because of covid as other playmates in the past have like you said with release parties and things and you've been as you said kind of normal mom life but that was such a beautiful general theme in your interview was motherhood and playboy and how they go hand in hand so that is interesting that you really are, are are still, as you say, living that kind of normal life while all this exciting stuff is happening online, which speaking of which, this is the first Playboy issue that is completely digital, which mm-hmm. is huge. You're a yeah. first. Yes. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Congratulations <laughs> on that. Because, um, you know, we've talked before this and you said it's, it might be kind of a bummer because it's not the first print, but it's actually like the first digital thing. Marilyn Monroe's the first print. Like you're one of the firsts, yeah. you know, Playboy has had a lot of firsts. They're the first gentleman's magazine that had a completely braille 
magazine for blind people where it was kind of like erotica and interviews and stuff and so to be part of history as one of playboy's firsts yeah that's huge yeah i'm also the curviest which is crazy the curviest playmate really i've ever had yeah okay that's fuck yeah dude yeah was that was (laughs) that's i mean that's that's great that's amazing was that part of was that well actually i have a question how did how did this come about how did this come about that you got involved with Playboy? Uh, so my agency, Natural Models, they we have three girls in the magazine, including me now, January, June, and August. Okay. Um, Riley was in January, and Alicia was in June, and I was in August, and... Um, so I knew that they were a client. I knew that like our agency was working with them. And I had thought like when I saw Riley's photos, you know, she did like the more renaissance type yeah. thing. She had that like picture from behind that was just like epic. Um, I was super inspired by that. And I was like, oh, I wish I could do that naked with Arlo on my hip or something like, yeah, as a joke. <laughs> yeah. Even though well, that would be weird if we put Arlo in the magazine. Um, but yeah, it... I got a call, a FaceTime, which my agents don't normally FaceTime me, and they were like, what are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, I don't know, Curtis, what am I doing tomorrow? <laughs> and they were like, Playboy wants to see you. And I was like, what? Like, this is, what? Playboy? And then I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, are they going to ask me to get naked? Like, it's, what's it going to be like? I, like, got really intimidated. The first thought in my mind was, like, it's going to be a huge interview room with a bunch of old men asking me to get naked. That was my first thought. So I started to feel uncomfortable. And they were like, no, it's so different now. Like, go to your interview. So the next day, I picked my outfit. I had people on Instagram pick my outfit. I wore, like, this really cute little black dress, polka dot dress. And I show up to their office, which was, like, insane it was like on the 80th floor of this like big building and the secretary was like would you like an oat milk matcha latte and i was like (laughs) yes (laughs) they gave me a playboy water bottle still have it oh yeah um and the girl the assistant girl came out and she was like maybe my age maybe a little younger she's like i just want to give you a little tour of the office we started like walking she's showing me all of like hef's art because he's really into art and like some of the old like vintage covers and stuff and i started crying it's out huge of nowhere it's huge i did not expect that and she was like are you okay and i was like this is so overwhelming like just the thought of like how much history is it just in this space i don't know it was just like so overwhelming to me and then we walk into the office and it's of course this grand glass wall office with this long table and i was like where do i sit <laughs> and she was like so cool and so normal and she was like i love ventura she was very familiar with that and um so we sat down and the girl christy who um was interviewing me walked in and i was like is this the interview? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, I thought you guys were going to be two old men. (laughs) And they were like laughing so hard. And they're like, no, this is like almost like all women ran magazine now. Like we're so different. We're art driven. We're just like, we want to empower you. Like this, this magazine's for the women. Like we want to obviously men love women's bodies too but like this is for you guys this could be for your daughter like 
they just we just started talking about just like everything that was important in life and they were like tell us your story and i just like sat down and told them my story that i said on topa talk yeah <laughs> pretty much like the, the like same exact story and um and that's it they didn't ask me to get naked they didn't ask to see my instagram they didn't ask any of that and we hugged each other and we laughed and we cried during the interview and it was like so cool both the girls were my age basically and I left the interview, called my agent, and I was like, oh my gosh, it was so amazing. And she was like, they already emailed me. Like, they really like you. Um, oh, that's They're awesome. like, if we if they don't use you in this one, like, because they there's certain themes for the issues, then they'll use you in the future kind of a thing. And I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. And so then maybe a couple weeks later, I was at the agency, which was so crazy how it worked, but I was at my agency and for a casting and my agent got the email and she was like my the other agent was filming and they secretly surprised me and told me that i booked the job and i was like oh my gosh all of these like feelings rushed through my head and right away we like started this was all before covid this was in mar or it was in March, I think. Yeah, because things didn't close down to like the third week of March. Yeah, so so that happened, and then um, I got a call the next week to do a creative. Oh, sorry. Oh my gosh, I missed my favoriteest part of the whole interview. Tell us, tell us. Yes. They <laughs> rewind. They were like, okay, so during the interview, they're like, do you know what being a playmate means and what that entails? And I was like, no. And they were like well now you're in charge of everything so you'll have a creative meeting with the creative team you'll sit down with the writer and you'll write your story with the writer and you'll get to sit down and edit it and make sure that your message is being perceived the way that you want it to be perceived and just everything that they said they they yeah so they followed through with i like was so inspired and like shook by like the theme that you guys got to do so one of my big questions is like the 60s 50s like like charlie's angel like sex like luxury like i was that like your vision or did that kind of come with them or so that next week i had a call with the creative team all women my age they called and they were like tell us your favorite color tell us your favorite animal tell us your favorite place your dream photo shoot what would it look like who are you inspired by and they just asked all these really cool questions and i was like bridget bordeaux 60s 50s 70s like that era is like my favorite it's all what i've always wanted to do i love the haircuts i love Mm -hmm. the clothes i love the cars i love the music just everything from that era it's a stunning photo shoot it's so cool from every detail every look the makeup the hair the car yeah the car everything is stunning and so i had that same question how much creative control and it just makes me love you even more that you had control of that yeah you know what i so i gave them my mood boards that i created and then they took those and like put them on steroids like i was like going for the more natural like bridget bardot with like the animals because i thought it could be cute like representing motherhood but then they made it like glam and like editorial so cool and like iconic 
Iconic. Yeah, what like, is that like that's cape you I don't know like how, yeah. I Iconic is the word to they, use for it. It's yeah. classic. It's never going out of style, this photo shoot. This yeah. photo shoot is something you will be proud of yeah. for the rest of your life. Yeah. It is amazing. Oh, it is. I mean, they are the most stunning pictures. I can't get enough. I'm such a dork. I asked you to email me your headshot. <laughs> I love you. I, I you're had my to. first one I ever did. You are lying. So cool. no, I'm sorry that I'm one. gay and I'm like the first guy that wants your headshot. Oh my God, gay, but oh no. my God. I can't get enough. I'm uh, so... I just love it. Yeah. And I just like... When I think of Playmates, I think of the vintage yeah. Playmate, you know? Right. And all the girls, like, recently have been doing more modern, like, really beautiful, um, you know, just more modern looks or beachy looks or stuff like that. And that's all amazing, too. But, like, I just wanted to bring the vintage back because it's just, like, I think it's so epic. It's so. gorgeous. Yeah. And so I remember in your interview... You mentioned that when you first started dating Curtis, which we really talked about in the first episode, we bonded a lot. Because yeah. um, we, if you want to know how Allie lost her virginity, just go back to her <laughs> old uh, episode because yeah. we go there. But um, so you were mentioning that he had a bunch of vintage Playboys up on the wall and that you wanted to be up on that wall. Yeah, I actually, for the first Christmas we were together, I took a photo, like a, a like, sexy Risque. photo yeah but whatever those are called Burla- oh yeah Bur- Bur- boudoir. 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 A boudoir photo. <laughs> and um i put it in like black and white and like made it all grainy and put it in like this chunky gold like cool frame and i wanted it to go on the wall but it never made it on the okay wall. curtis <laughs> it never made on the wall but you made it in the playboy it's yeah. okay <laughs> yeah. i think it's okay i think we <laughs> will so- cut our losses <laughs> <laughs> i'm curious though because I know when I first started dating my boyfriend, I had a lot of insecurities around pornography and, like, that type of thing. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, like, Playboy is necessarily pornography. It's, like, artistic and, like, gorgeous and beautiful and stuff. But did that have any sort of, like, influence on you in that way? Like, did you feel insecure by those photos, him having them or that collection or anything? No. You know what? Um I've never been in a relationship before him, so I didn't have anything to feel. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't have those feelings. I thought those girls were so beautiful. And, you know, vintage, the bodies are just, like, kind of more relatable, you know? definitely. And so I just thought they were so beautiful and was inspired by them. I didn't think about that really because my mind didn't go there and i've been watching a lot of that 70s show and in one of the episodes donna finds a stack of playboy (laughs) magazines under eric's bed yeah and like flips out but then realizes how normal it is and like Mm -hmm. whatever but yeah yeah, so i was just curious i don't know yeah no honestly i think pornography has evolved i think back so playboy first the first issue is 1953 think about what Playboy meant in 1953. It's a huge deal. That's yeah. risque. Yeah. That is risque. Yeah, and sure. as time evolved, now you look at pornography, Playboy is in a totally different universe than the pornography that you can find no. anywhere else. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> While Playboy is, of course, considered p- pornography, you have to, like, you have to see it as art. It's almost yeah, like it's it's, so it's, it's not it's not something that you would find on Pornhub or something like that whatsoever. And it's like it started out that way. I mean, it was as scandalous as th- things you'd find on Pornhub back yeah. in the fifties. But now, as you said, it's so powered by women and controlled by women. And there's a stigma behind most porn, not Playboy, where you know 
the people that are in it don't have a lot of control or say and stuff. And the fact that you have control over this, you know, this beautiful spread of photos and your interview, it's just so, so freaking cool, Ali. Oh, I mean, thanks. really, the, and the interview was great. It, would you consider it an interview? Because it was truly more like you wrote the article. So the writer, Tori, she was amazing. She sat down. She just let me tell my story, too. And she kind of asked questions every now and then, like, based off of what I was saying. Um, and then she just, like, I think chose a subject which she they focused more on, you know, my body image. And it makes sense. I was in such a dark place and I think it's relatable and, you know, and so they focus more on that and then to where I am now. And that was actually really hard for me to it was when she sent it to me the first time, it was really hard for me to read because it was just like it felt like such a pity party to me. And I called my mom and I was like, mom, it just sounds like I'm complaining about my life. And all these other playmates have like started organizations and gone to college and traveled the world. And my mom's like, Allie, this is such a relatable story. Like so many girls are going to be able to relate to you. And that's all that matters. Like you're telling your story. You had a hard time and now look where you are today. Like, and that was like, duh, mom, she's so You know, there's nothing easy about being bullied. You can't, yeah. you can't think that you were um, having a pity party. You had a difficult time. Yeah. And there's, it's nothing to feel like you don't have the right to, disc- to talk about your story. I mean, yeah. and you had to see now, I mean, I certainly have seen on the reposts on your story, what you have done for a amazing group of women that has made them feel seen and loved and accepted yeah. And those are just the ones that have reached out to you. Yeah. Think about the ones that even, that haven't. Even me, I'm a dude. No. And he, I have I was... body issues and I and I am like anytime I see anybody, the the my favorite part of of your story was when you said that you're friends with your body. Yeah. Because oh. when I'm feeling <laughs> when I'm feeling confident and people tell me, "How do you love your body?" I'm like, "What am I, a Gila monster? Why would like, <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. uh, do you have a hard time loving my body? Why would you ask me that?" But yeah. the way that you said that you're friends with your body is such a huge, huge thing because a lot of us have a toxic relationship, myself yeah. included, with yeah. our bodies. Yeah. So how do you have such a good friendship with your body? I think empathy and patience. I think just realizing how much you how much pressure you put on yourself and listening to other people instead of just listening to yourself time and growth and all the tools that you collect along the way you know to realize it's not like I am great now and like have a perfect day every single day like sometimes I wake up and have a hard day or a hard week but it's like having the tools to be like oh yeah this is not this is a waste of time or I would not like Arlo to hear me speak this way about myself because I she's listening you know and Mm -hmm. um, there's just a lot of things also just empathy like just having just like just realizing your body and how hard it works for you and just like Creating giving a it child. a break. Yeah, like relax. Like you put yourself through so much and instead of like being so hard on yourself, just well, like yeah. do the best you can and that's it. Yeah, and I like the way you say empathy because like more often than not, we have so much empathy for others yeah, and so much love for others and we like hype others up and it's like why would we not give ourselves what we give others? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, speaking of others, what I've kind of learned is when I have negative thoughts about my body or even my intelligence or anything that you would bring on negative thoughts about yourself, I think it's not natural for us to talk to ourselves this way. These thoughts are other people's words that have been told to me before. Mm -hmm. So who has made me feel that way in the past? I pinpoint it and I tell them, fuck you, you're wrong. (laughs) In my head, like, fuck you, actually, I find myself attractive. So when I look in the mirror and I don't feel my best for whatever reason, I'm like, this is my this is my journey. And if I hear awful things about it, I'm like, those are not my words. Fuck you, whoever said that to me. But all this, all this said, I mean, we're talking about body positivity. I am looking at you across I the know, table you're so and I'm like, how the <laughs> oh fuck gosh, has this no. woman been bullied? Oh how God. the fuck? Okay. No. I, can I take a complete 360 on this conversation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you groom um, your unders? Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Stephanie uh, James. Heard it. <laughs> no, well, you did vintage. So I'm like, I did love, we do like yeah, a stripe? I did we that. do like a triangle? Like, what are we doing here okay, with the hair? Before I was in a relationship, I just thought hair was the grossest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And then being with Curtis, like, he was like, oh, he asked me the same question before the shoot. He was That's like, the what, first are thing, what are you going to do? And he was like, you have to grow it out. You have to do a huge bush. And I was like, that's I iconic. I cannot. <laughs> that was huge in Playboy. Everybody had yeah, a bush in the I know. 60s or and they 70s. Did, like, the cute little stripes. Yeah. Racing stripes yeah, the, or whatever you um, want to call it. Yeah, what do you call it? I don't know. Landing it's a flight. Strip. A landing strip. strip. A Why do strip. I know that, you guys? I don't know my way around you a vagina. I love Playboy. I don't know. I love the naked female body. Okay, Let me live. So. Okay, instead of landing strip, can we call it a flight stripe? Yeah, I love a flight stripe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I... I shaved everything. You, I wasn't going to show, you don't show, they only show your boobs and like your butt and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Well, there was a year, 2016, 2017, there was no nudity in Playboy. They took it away for a hot second. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. I am apparently just a Rolodex of Playboy (laughs) time. That's scary. I'm sorry. Oh, my God, no. Don't say Um, sorry. That's so cool. I want to take it a step further because I love that question about preparation with that. I want to know. I mean, in your interview, you said that self-care to you is not face masks necessarily, not baths and things like that mm-hmm. necessarily, and that it is about how you spend your free time. So first of all, thank you for taking time out of oh. your free time to be with us thank right you. now, because I know you cherish that time yeah. for yourself. Yeah, for sure. But how did you prepare? What was, run me through the night before, Ooh. your emotions, your preparation. What yeah. what was the night before your shoot like? I want to know. Actually, we had... Um, of some of our friends over to swim in the pool because <laughs> they we, they were all over and they were swimming in our pool and we just like had a little barbecue and they didn't go home till like late that night and they were like, oh my gosh, sorry, we'll get out of the house kind of a thing. And I had a spray tan from this girl, Lacey, and um, that was really fun. We like did it in the house and then Tara got like her upper half of her body spray tan <laughs> like, for fun. Love that. Um, and Curtis wanted one, but they went disc golfing, so he didn't get one. But, um, yeah, so I had a spray tan and took a shower. Well, first I took a shower, then I had spray tan. And I don't know. That night I was, like, sitting on the couch. Curtis left. He got me gas in my car. He, like, made sure, like, I felt good about everything. He's so sweet like that. And um, I was sitting on the couch, and I was just like, Curtis, 
I don't think I prepared enough for this. Most girls would have like gotten their eyebrows done, gotten their nails done, like I don't know, worked out or something. I didn't do any of that. Like I didn't, I didn't work out. I didn't like prepare my whole life for this. Like I, you're basically just getting me like in the the next day at the photo shoot. But that's what they want. That's what they want, and that's what showed. You didn't look like someone who had been tortured for two weeks in advance. Yeah, you didn't look like someone who had been strained for whatever reason you look like at peace you look beautiful you look fresh you look like you had a lot you know like you had a barbecue around loved ones so i think that's badass yeah Yeah. what music was on the set if any they played like very like vintagey like hotel did it help you get into it yeah it was great it was the hottest day oh my gosh it was so hot but you got a cold shower i got a cold <laughs> bath it was cold it felt really good did that help the nipples like pop was that yeah. like a good thing did you see those nipples <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> on the on the girls next door i'll never forget one of them was they were doing a playmate like a centerfold photo and holly madison took a cold coke can and oh. put it on her nipples oh my god and she's like we need to perk these girls up oh Wake my up. god that's so funny yeah I, the, it was all so good. I was going to say something. Were you, are okay, but were you a little self-conscious about, like, your nipples? Because nipples are a thing. Okay, yes. Nipple, and I talked color, to, shape, size. I talked to Playboy about this, okay. and I was like, you guys, they never saw my body. They had no idea. Like, you don't know I, what I'm working with. <laughs> they had no idea what I looked like. Not naked. once. Not no, once beforehand. They've never seen my body What if naked? you had 15 nipples? What would they That'd have done? Well, Alien nipples. This is what I said. Yeah, nothing I wrong said, with it. I'm just curious. <laughs> I was like, you guys haven't even asked to see. Like, I've breastfed a baby for three years. Like, you have no idea what, <laughs> what's going on with my body. And they're like, we don't, that's not what it's, like, we don't need to see your body. And then I was talking to this about Curtis too. And he was like, there's something for everyone. Every if, if you have huge nipples, I don't know. Like maybe someone likes it out there. If you have fifteen nipples, maybe someone likes it out there. Like that's the that's the most magical part about. I have a like body a horror Playboy. story about my nipples. I'm what? just gonna go she there. She has fifteen. No, so I got okay. Do you remember your first pap smear? I cried. I didn't ever have a pap smear because until yet? until oh, I was pregnant. Like, excuse me. Until so I was pregnant, I was terrified to get one. Um, scary. It's scary. It's so intimate. Yeah. I had a female doctor, thank God. Yeah. But they do all this stuff, and they give you a full physical where they, you're naked on, you're just laying down. They touch everything. They like, yeah. touch your boobs. They make yeah. sure you don't have lumps. And my left nipple, I never knew this before, but she was like, oh, did you used to have, like, did you have your nipple pierced? And I was like, no. And I, like, looked at it with her, and she's like, oh, it's, like, split. <gasps> I feel like they shouldn't say things like that. Like, she was not a great doctor, but so then I like went home and was like, Asa, look at this nipple. Like, <laughs> what's going on? And I was like, and now we call it my split nip. But like, <laughs> also she was rude though. She was like, how, you know, when they ask you like, how about how much you drink? Yeah. She really shamed me. And I was like, I got to get out of this doctor's office. Oh my gosh. But like, are you an alcoholic? Be, you yeah. split <laughs> nipples. I would be nervous. <laughs> I'd be nervous because my left nipples look kind of weird. <laughs> oh my God. No. Oh my God. I, I love all this nipple talk. Yeah. I've, yeah, I love all this nipple talk. This is so exciting. I have a question. Yeah. As a model, I mean, we're talking in general, like not even just Playboy. Before you arrived, Stephanie and I were taking a selfie together. <laughs> yeah. And I, 
opted out because I could not find my angle. I could not do it. <laughs> Listen, I I think I'm a, a generally attractive guy. Yes. Okay, yes. I would. I I'm gonna. I I You're feel that way. Freaking pretty. <laughs> when I open that front facing camera, when I make eye contact with myself in the Target self checkout camera, okay, that, that camera's rude. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on on this day? Why do I look like I am being burdened by the sands of time? <laughs> What are your tips for taking such good pictures? Um, oh my god, I don't know. I just practice. Yeah, I think <laughs> just yeah, doing it over and over again. I don't know. <laughs> Do you like what's your thought process like? Would you just you? It's natural to you, I guess. I think it starts with a thought in your head, you know. Yeah. And you have to think of something in your head. I don't know when I. If you're talking about selfies, it's usually like, oh, it's selfie, like, I feel, I feel cute, or I feel sexy, or I feel sensual, and that's, like, are usually, like, thoughts in my head when I'm taking a selfie, but, like, when I'm on set, they give you the thought, or, like, the type of girl that they're aiming for, and then you just think those thoughts in your head, and Embody. hopefully it comes across. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What so, was, so, I guess it starts with a thought. You said that you are inspired by Bridget Bardot for this photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Was she in your mind for the whole photo shoot, or what, who, what was in your mind for the photo shoot in particular? You know, it was crazy because, first of all, I didn't know I was going to be wearing a blonde wig. Okay, that's what I thought. It was I a thought, wig? No, I thought so for sure. Well, she's sitting in front of us. Her hair is not that blonde right now. So what do Time you think? Time passes. The hair salons are closed. Let let a girl live her truth. I was going to call it out. When did you do the photo shoot? Okay, seriously. She, her hair is up here. Um, I did it. <laughs> I don't know wigs. I never look no, at no, wigs no. or shoes. I'm bad at being yeah. gay, okay? The most amazing hair and makeup team, though. But anyways... um. So, when they told... Wait, what was there a question or am I just talking? <laughs> a little bit, but we're, we're asking, what was the question? Yeah. I'm on to wigs. I don't know. Tell us. Tell, when I showed question. up. Okay, I don't so, remember oh, what I asked wait. you. Before the shoot, when we were what talking about... What did they about, tell you, like, what girl to embody? Uh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> so... So, okay. The, a couple of days before the shoot, the creative team showed me the mood board and blah, blah, blah. And they were like, would you be comfortable with a wig or clip-ins, like clip-in bangs, like fringe bangs? And I was like, heck yeah, that's so cool. I didn't know um, if we were going to do a bunch of looks hair and makeup wise. But I guess when I showed up, they were like, here's your wig. And I was like, wow. Yes, that It was like, it was so insane. So he started French braiding my hair. And I was like, what are we doing? And he's like, we're gluing this thing down. And I was like, oh, my God. I've never had a wig glued down on me before. So he, first the makeup artist taped my face back. Yeah. She taped everything back so, like, I can see it. I don't know if most people can see it, but I could, like, barely close my mouth. So, like, I feel like my lips, like, everything's just, like, pulled so tight. Like, I could barely close my eyes and my mouth because it was pulled back so tight. they tape it to your wig cap. So, she taped it down and, like, clipped it to my braids, and then he glued the wig down. I probably could have gone swimming with it. It was... It was insane. He did such a good job. But yeah, so then I figured I was wearing that wig for the whole day. And I was looking at myself all day in the mirror like, who? I couldn't. I 
know me and like you were saying like it's easy for me to take a selfie and like I know what to do on set because I know me that was not me like who is she I the whole day I was like who but how fun is she oh that that was my favorite part like that's yeah that's I mean that's like for lack I mean obviously not saying anything but like that's what drag queens do they tape their face back they put on the wig they become someone else and they just turn into this new persona yeah i mean and anybody could do that if you throw on some on i mean like rupaul says you're all born naked and the rest is drag so to play dress up like that how fun to do a a full day it was so fun of living the fantasy that you conceptualized and and for one of the most iconic magazines in the world of all time yeah too much fun. Yeah. That is it too did. cool. It took a, a minute for me to warm up. Um, but then, like, once it once the ball started rolling, it was rolling. It was the coolest day. Like, everyone was just, like, in the zone. The house that we were shooting at was, like, mid-century modern, like, Palm Springs. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. It was amazing. So, the music was going. Like, it was yeah, so cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I have another fun question. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what was your sex drive like after that? Like, <gasps> oh my God. when either when like Curtis saw I'm the photos or like, did you come home like feeling like, fuck yeah, or were you pretty tired? Or like, I'm just curious. Cause like if I, it's so empowering and exciting to feel sexy and like, yeah, be in that moment. So yeah. like, I don't know. Did it like, I'm trying to remember. I mean, you know, I think it was good. It's always been pretty good. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I'm trying to remember. Like, I definitely did feel like sexy. And Curtis was definitely, like... Oh, I think yeah. at one point he was like, I'm having sex with the hey. to play it. Like, he Really, was, like, though? That is so it, like, cool. Um, but... <laughs> But yeah, yeah, he's I having was, sex with the fucking Playboy cover girl. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. That's every man's dream. Oh my would gosh. you would you have had sex in the wig and the makeup? Come on! Oh my god! Had? Yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Chris would have died twice. And <laughs> went to For Halloween last year, I was an '80s rocker, and the wig was so good, and my makeup, I yeah. I felt so good. And yeah. I remember looking at the mirror and looking at my friend Britt and, and saying, "I want to fuck myself." <laughs> Yeah, oh like, I am woman. Like, let's fucking I want to fuck go. myself. And so, like, yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, that was a good question. That was a great question. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's a great question. I'd have some hubris after that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would, if I, if I had, if I was in Playboy, first of all, the company would go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> but if I was a, if I ever did a photo shoot where I, like, was empowered and confident and felt sexy, oh, my goodness me. I, yeah, if I had a, done, if I, it'd be a rap. if I had a man, Ooh. he would be, yeah, he'd be yeah. rolling out of the house the next day because I would be so, <laughs> I'd be so down. Oh my god, that's too fun. Yeah. What would your concept be, Stephanie, if you were in Playboy? Oh, Ali fucking nailed it. I'm Aww. obsessed. I, I would maybe want to go like more seventies. Yeah. Um, and rock a bush, even though it doesn't matter. <laughs> or like do a but flight. But that's what your fantasy. A flight. What is it? Like strip? Strip. <laughs> <laughs> no, Landing yeah. strip, y'all. I'm obsessed with the 70s. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Here's what I could do. Yeah. I was imagining you as like a garden gal. Just oh naked. my god, just a little apron. <laughs> oh my like, god, that's so cute. Daisy pasties. You I don't see, know. Like, the side boob on an apron. You know what yeah, I mean? And yeah. I have like a shovel in my yeah. hand. <laughs> they see, they make everything seem so like dreamy and like possible. Like now I just want to create all of these fun like photo shoots 
things. Like, they're so creative and cool. I was like, I just want to work here. I don't even need to be a playmate. Like, I want to be on the creative team. I want to be riding. Like, every single girl there loves their job so much. It's so, so cool. So, do they pay well? I don't know. Oh, like, oh, oh, I thought you meant, like, for the girls. I don't know. For me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm cowering right Honestly, now. Honestly, you know told what? Me my she's got first... Um, I'm going to see if I can beat around the bush here. Um, <laughs> beat around the well, landing like, strip. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like women are so shamed with money and finances and successful women aren't supposed to talk about it. So it's yeah. like, who cares? Like, yeah. you're a badass bitch. You shot Playboy. Like, yeah. pay me. Yeah. I didn't even know. I didn't you didn't. You were so excited. You didn't even yeah. say like how much. Yeah, I didn't. So it <laughs> no just, negotiations. Like, I didn't even think that they were gonna pay me because I was like, wow, this is great. This right, is it's like, just such an opportunity great exposure and like such a cool opportunity. Like I didn't think about it. And then my agent was like, okay, so they pay you this half when the magazine mm-hmm. comes out, and then they pay you the other half like three months later, or whatever. And I was like, you're like, what? oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Didn't think about the money part. Yeah, yeah it I was get like that. an afterthought because yeah. it's payment in itself to be part of history. Yeah, exactly. you're like, it was That's a whirlwind too. So it was probably just yeah. like you didn't even think about it. Yeah, didn't. Um, also, back to the oh, what? <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, I'm, I'm red. I don't know why. I'm going for it today. because you know what, you know what, like you, like you said, women, women are typically afraid to talk about money, and I think that it's badass that you asked that question. I just questions like that make me want to run and hide. I'm like, I oh my god. I told, I told Stephanie because she was we're in the kitchen. She's like, I'm gonna ask her this. I was like, you are, and she was like, yeah, why not? And I was like, I guess you're right. I was yeah. like, I'll just ask her about religion and politics too. I don't yeah. know, like. No, are we, I, I, I just always said like religion, politics, and finances scares me, but you you handled that beautifully. Oh, well done, you. <laughs> I want to touch a little more on like body confidence stuff. Yeah, my sister just had her first child, oh and so she's three weeks postpartum, Aww. and it's so like during the whole process, it's just been a huge emotional rock because it's like your body's not your own for a while, you know, and yeah. it's like how do you regain it, and then. So I'm, I want to have this conversation on her behalf because, like, I'm going to cry. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I'm just so proud of her. And it's, yeah. like, the biggest thing yeah. you can do. Yeah. This is fresh, too. Congratulations, I, Stephanie's sister. Yeah, she just congrats. had a sweet baby. I do want to say. But she, like, hates her body now. Well, it's like, I do want to change something that you said. You said so many women say and have messaged me and say this. They say that your body is not your own anymore, that it's it's not yours Yes, it is. Like, it's a hundred. Did you see what you just did? Like, heck yeah, that's your body. And heck yeah, you just did that. There's so many girls that don't have empathy for themselves. And they don't have, like, just be kind to yourself. Like, you just birthed a baby and now you're, you have all these hormones going on. You know, girls in general, even if you're not pregnant, we struggle with all of our hormones and it's always a freaking problem, you know? And it's just like, I no girl should ever hate their body after birth. And you know what? Her, whatever she's saying is very valid. I understand that she feels that way, but she, just look at the bigger picture. Like, look what you have now. Like, this is insane. Yeah. What you just went through. Yeah. And I'm sure that it's, like, really hard to sit on the outside of that and, you know. Yeah, like, there's nothing I can say that's yeah. going to change yeah, the course. way she sees herself. Yeah, because everything that she is feeling is very valid. Every point she's making, it's, I get it. But at the same time, like, she's going to she's gonna go through this experience and come out an, a new person, yeah. you know. And hopefully um, it'll be great. 
Yeah, and you I know, great... I saw my coworker Kendall, who you went to high school with. Avery? Do you I work think. for Topa? Yeah. Topa? Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. I and her. I know she like posted a thing like, oh my god, we went to high school together and this is such a big deal for me that you're like talking about body positivity. And like when we were talking earlier about the body stuff and you were saying how anxious you were to put that out there and you called your mom, it's like do it for the girls that you went to high school with. Do yeah. it for, you know, like all these people that need that. And yeah. It's, and it's amazing. And for my sister and I don't know, just everything. It's it's really great. Oh my gosh. I want to meet her now. <laughs> I just want to give her a hug. It's just amazing how, how cruel we can be to ourselves. Yeah. It's amazing how cruel exactly. we can be to ourselves yeah. when... Um, and it's amazing how cruel others can be to us, whether they are deliberately doing it, like being bullied in high school yeah. or... Or doing it by advertising and media and face tuning on Instagram where yeah. these young minds are seeing these things. That's cruelty within itself. And if you could time travel and show these photos to bullied Ali. <laughs> so crazy. I mean, what would you say to her? You what guys, would you say I to her? I was the most modest, like innocent, self-conscious person. Like even if you said I was going to be a model, like I'd. That's so crazy to me. Like I couldn't sit down without like pulling my t-shirt and just looking at her. I know. I'm or, laughing because like, look no. at. I'm laughing because look at her. She's in front it's of so us. Crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy, but yeah, it's so silly. That's why I say it's like such a waste of time. Like I wasted all of that time worrying about what other people were thinking. You know what I mean? Or listening to what other people had to say. And actually, I had my first like really big learning experience even though this happens all the time like on social media like people will message me about being fat or whatever stuff like that and you they just do. kind of like oh my gosh every day i get give me, like give messages. me their name and but number since, <laughs> yeah. since playboy happened that was a big thing for me i was like this is a huge platform and i know that i do not have the body that like everyone's expecting a playmate to have you know what i might you know what i mean and so i was really nervous about all of that but I knew that this is such a big platform that it also is going to be so great for all of those amazing things to be said you know what I mean to me um but it has like since the playboy thing has happened like I've gotten so many death threats and like so many like I don't know things and I learned that I need to vocalize it because I've I'm able to disconnect myself from it and realize like oh man I feel so sad for this person like I can't believe they have so much hate that they would like want to like push that onto someone else kind of a thing but at the same time after the 20th one i was like curtis i need to get this out like this one really affected me because it was just it wasn't any different from the other ones it just was the 20th one that i held in the the pot boiled yeah and i think i needed to just like talk about it to someone or like get it out loud even though i know how to deal with it and that it's not real it just like it was just still it just like it's having someone like have push that. that like bad hateful like evil energy well, they're going towards you, out it's of like, their way you start to feel gross about they're it they're going out of their way it takes effort to send a message yeah. and type something yeah, out and so think weird. about it and you yeah. have time to process and they still send it yeah. it's crazy and i never give them the time of day like i always delete and block them like right away um but with this kid i was like okay, do you feel better about yourself now? <laughs> like, is this, like, do you feel good now? Or Are can we, we move here? on? Yeah, like, what's happening? <laughs> it's it's, just, it's, it's it, shitty. Dita yeah. Bonte says you could be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world and there will be people out there that don't like peaches. Yeah. And it is what it is. And unfortunately, people have 
the power to hide behind screens and type hateful messages that no one would ever say to you yeah. to your face. Yeah. And that goes for that goes for every everybody that gets hateful messages online and it's beautiful how you handle it, but also that's hard. Yeah, no, I can't. That And that was my first thought. Like, I can't even imagine being a girl in high school. And you know that girl in high school is sitting in her room and not telling her parents. So what are you going to tell her? dealing with it alone, you know? What's Ali Chanel telling that girl in high school right now that's getting hateful messages? What What can you say to her? I, you know, you just want to sit with them and tell them that that's, and this is what my mom and Curtis and all my friends said to me when I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous about like all the mean messages that I'm going to get. They're like, but you have us, like you have your group of friends that love you for who you are and know who you are. And you know, that's what every high school girl needs. Like everyone's so disconnected now that these poor kids are probably just sitting in their rooms alone feeling this way when like we're supposed to be together you know well also like playboy is validating you your existence and your body in such a way that that means that now i'm validated by playboy yeah by seeing i'm gonna cry (laughs) (laughs) i love you so much (laughs) but like by seeing your body there it makes it okay for me to exist yeah yeah no and that's what i said i was like this is not about being nude for me this is not for me this is just as much for everyone else that whole crew that worked they worked so hard that day was like amazing this is for all of those girls that need this this is for all those guys that need this and like you were saying earlier like yes i got amazing supportive messages from women but surprisingly i got amazing messages from men that were like i was a virgin and this was an amazing story to read and i connected with you or my wife needs to follow you because we're going through this or my girlfriend looks up to you or your story has changed our relationship or you know what I mean like men men that like people think don't have emotions or aren't allowed to show them like they were reaching out to me just as much as those women were yeah I mean I was when I opened my Instagram that morning, I've ar- I've always loved you, <laughs> oh and I'm gosh. like so I'm just so too. such a dork, but I just like I I love following you, and oh. I first learned about you from Topa Talk yeah. before I was a co-host on it. Have yeah. you heard of that podcast? <laughs> it's really funny good because I fell in love with you and your cake making and all that oh stuff my when God, I heard thank your podcast. You. Actually, your podcast. <laughs> is the only one that I've listened to all the way through. You are joking. (laughs) All the way through. I am so... I'm going to put that on my resume. (laughs) I don't know what to say. That makes me so... It was so, like, engaging and, like, (sighs) you know, Thank you so much. I mean, I learned about you from Topa Talk before I was here, and I followed you on Instagram, and then we met at the Topa Talk block party again before I was was a co-host on here. Yeah. And I was like, God, she's so fucking nice and gorgeous and like ethereal. I don't know how to describe you, but I love you. Anyways, um, when I opened my Instagram and saw that you were in Playboy, which as you have gathered, (laughs) I'm very into Playboy, I just about exploded. And I was like, my, yeah, my world was, was shook. And it is a huge deal that you are a natural model. And it is a huge deal that when I, you know, first 
started getting into Playboy was during the Girls Next Door, which is the early 2000s. And back then, it was basically a toothpick with two grapes, yeah. is what the body type Which was, was. still epic, but Which like, is epic. No, yeah. it's epic, but the thing but is, is it. that for every single body type that's been shown in Playboy, yours included, there are women out there that have a similar body type and um, can see like how empowering that body type is and yours is included in that that, and i hope that if people could see your body type that they share or someone else's body type that's been in playboy that they share if they could love your body type they can love theirs Yeah. yeah you know it's it's if they can if they can if i can look at you and be like god fuck yeah she's absolutely stunning it's like why can't i gas myself up like that why can't why can't i you would hope that your daughter would gas herself up that way too yeah and that's what it's about it's not almost it's almost not about the body it's about the intention behind owning it and empowering yourself whatever your body type Mm -hmm. is and i think it's absolutely beautiful i think you're an absolute icon and i can't get enough of you i just you're you're gone this is the beginning of a lot of really (laughs) cool stuff for you thank you we're excited for you yeah yeah Thank you so much for coming and being with us again. Oh my god! Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah, you've been on it. You've been on Topa Talk more than any other guest we've ever had. Woo! Woo! Yeah, <laughs> we can't get yeah. enough of Ali Chanel. Thank you so yeah. much for being here and yeah. Playboy Digital Playboy dot com for more of Ali Chanel or follow you on Instagram at Ali Chanel. Yeah. Any other platforms that we could promote for you? No, I think I'm going to start a website just Woo! because the whole autograph thing is so weird to me and I opened a can of worms yeah you did I saw that poll I was just like okay there was people there's people asking you know and and that's like you know there's myself serious- included yeah. myself yeah, yeah. included I reached out I needed it no yeah and I I like feel so grateful for that but like these people are like just huge playboy fans and like i can admire that like that's amazing they have walls they were like sending me pictures of their walls with all the signed playmates on them and like they need an autograph and like i think that's so cool like to be a part of that um so i had like maybe about i thought between like 30 and 60 people dm me so i was like i don't want to go back through all of my messages and find each person and um so I decided to make a story and be like, I don't know how many to print. Like, who would want one? And it's so how many? bad, you Tell guys. Us. Tidal wave. Tell us. It's like, it was so many. It was like 700. Like, yeah. And maybe that's not a lot to people, but no, that that's was crazy. so many to me. Like, that's that amazing. That's so huge. many. That's huge. Have you gotten um, a lot of new followers? But you guys, how am oh. I supposed to do all of that? Like, how? You're going to get carpal tunnel. <laughs> So I'm like, what can I do? I have an idea. Yeah, we're going to need to brainstorm <laughs> yeah. later. I don't know. Well, because, yeah, I'll, we'll talk about it later. I adore you. Marilyn Monroe, first cover. Ali Chanel, first digital. <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah. So glad that you sat down, took time out of your day to come here. Oh, thanks. We're so happy. We're so proud of you. Yeah. And 700 other people that want that signature are proud of you, too, and then yeah. some. So thank you, Ali. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I've never, never felt so hyped in my life. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I'm like, sh- I'm so okay. Well, well, we gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Allie. Thank Bye. you so much. Bye. I love you. Okay, that's awkward, but I do. I love you. I love you, Allie. I love you. Bye. <laughs>